This is Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price for Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are on location. I love that. Me too. <laughs> when you know, when you I get a chance to. The radio show comes to me. Right? So how about that, right? This is so much fun because this is now, I guess this is like our second time doing this together. It is. Um, Every year is like I, I like to say there are so many things that are happening in New York City during the holiday season and there are so many different choices that you can make for yourself when you're coming to New York because again you don't have tickets for Hamilton so stop lying that's the thing they always say they have tickets for Hamilton you don't stop it and if you did you got them what two years ago because that's the only way you'd or be able to see it now <laughs> exactly and so every year Jamie DeRoy does the Tony Award winning producer Jamie DeRoy you always make sure you put those things in there that's very nice well that's okay yeah you know <laughs> you gotta do it because it's a theater podcast so I look good when I have Tony Award winners oh, on you know um, but every year she does Actually, you do this a couple of times a year, but this particular one is for the holiday season that Jamie DeRoy does these wonderful fundraising moments for the Actors Fund, which as someone who is a a direct, um, I get direct results from having been able to utilize the the services of the Actors Fund. So you're a recipient of services. I think that's wonderful. A big recipient. And... So anytime that Jamie says to me, well, we're doing a thing, you should come over and talk, we need to talk about what's going on to tell people, I have to say yes, because even this podcast, I think, would not have happened if it had not been for some of the help that I had gotten on a personal tip. Form from the Actors Fund. So, thank you, Miss Jamie DeRoy, and welcome. Well, thank you, and 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 welcome to my my humble abode. <laughs> this apartment is fabulous. So, you know, December 11th at Birdland is going to be Jamie DeRoy and Friends. Tis the season, which is always a great thing for the benefit for the Actors Fund. And you might have heard my interview that I did with someone who's going to be in the showcase. It's not a showcase. I mean, these guys they're, they're doing their thing, but it's a chance for you to see them be different which is what I love like Stephen Carlyle who's currently playing Scar on um, in the current cast of The Lion King is going to be making a little drop by he told me he was going to be doing a new song yes it's pretty fabulous I too just, this is great uh yeah, so he's doing two two very different songs, and uh, he was here for rehearsal last week, and he's coming on Monday again. He has a wonderful, wonderful voice, and we're really very excited about about him on the show because nobody in my circle of friends mm-hmm. knows who he is. Exactly. And so that's, but that's one of the joys of doing this show is sometimes you share, you know, my friends that they would know, like Judy Gold, people know, Melissa Manchester, people know, but, you know, they don't necessarily know Stephen Carlyle from the, from the Lion King or Sophie Ann Caruso, who was in Lazarus and just fabulous and had a a, a small part in, in Blackbird and she's, she was in in the sound of music uh, the the on the television version of it wow. and um and Frances Raffel who's a Tony award winner when she was a, when she was young and was in Les Mis and she's doing her show at Green Room 42 on December 9th just two nights before mine uh she's been there a few times she's wonderful and my pal Sally Ann Triplett who was in the last ship 
And I just saw her again in this reading of Becoming Nancy, which is a wonderful new musical. Terry with Terry Ronald's story, who yes. I who's a friend of mine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. It's a fantastic story. Oh, wow. Jerry Mitchell is the uh, not only is the choreographer director, mm-hmm. but you know he basically read this book on a plane coming back from London and got off the plane and called his lawyer and said, get me the rights. I want to turn this into a musical. And I've seen two readings and I'm so impressed with it. And what was so funny is the guy who plays the father of the young boy, Mm -hmm. um, I go to see um, Illyria down at the public theater Mm -hmm. about a young Joseph Papp and there he is in Illyria. And I'm like, because at first I was like, wait, I know him. And you know how you've wow. see, you see people and they're kind of out of context. Yeah. So anyway, it was pretty, pretty funny. Um, it's anyway, there, I, I, it's, it's really a, a, an array of talent. Mm-hmm. And, and Judy Gold has been with us before. Um, she's just one of the funniest people I know. Uh, she could talk about the phone book, I think, and make it funny. <laughs> and, um, and Melissa Manchester is just a, a dream. And no matter what she sings, or and, and you know she's going to be singing her own mm-hmm. songs, uh, but she said she has a new holiday song, so I'm looking forward to that because it's not too often you get to hear a new holiday song and the one that steven is doing um it uh, comes from a show that i think had been done in london and it's just a uh, it's an amazing song it's just amazing so for you this is a really fun thing for you because you do put these you know and i hesitate to say showcases because all of these people have their own careers show it's not a showcase um but you know i started these at Steve McGraw's when Steve McGraw's first opened and that was in 1990 so I've been doing this 27 years and no one gets paid so um and and you know we've been doing it like that for years and it's it it, you just it's just the way it has to be um it cost me a lot to do the shows and and to get them on and to help advertise and you know give people the what they deserve i think in 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 the exposure and the way they're presented i mean listen i can get a lot of money going to you know somebody's home or some you know restaurant and do uh, what they call club dates right. but i'm not going to be presented the way I really want to be presented. I, I mean, I've had some of the the worst situations of club dates that I care to remember, <laughs> but you know, make a lot of money doing it. Right. But and and it's like a trade off. You mm-hmm. you know, I once had to sing at a private party where the piano was in the front hall, and the living room where they wanted me to perform was down a hallway and around. I could barely hear the piano. Certainly couldn't see the piano player. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I once did a club with Ricky Ritzel in um, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And we we got to Sacramento and I said, you know, let's go check out the club because neither one of us had ever been to it. And I got there and he, the club owner is drunk already. It's like noon. And uh, he's like, come on, I'll show you around. And I'm like, wow, this is really nice. Nice dressing rooms, nice stage, nice setup. But I look around and I said, uh, just one thing. Where's the piano? And he looked at me with a straight face and said, 
I thought you were bringing it. And I said, I was bringing the piano player, but he doesn't p travel with the piano. And he said, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of it. I knew he wouldn't. He was too drunk to take care of it. Wow. So I went, I went around old Sacramento to see the town, and I said to Ricky, there's only one piano store in this town. We're going. If he hasn't already rented the piano, I'm renting the piano. I can't do a show without it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, so anyway, I mean, you know, the point being that we, we're in a beautiful setting. Birdland couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better setting than no. Birdland. It's part of Jim Caruso's, um, um, you know, the, the Birdland, Broadway at Birdland series, which right. is a wonderful Monday night series. And um, we always, you know, attract a, a wonderful crowd, not only my crowd, but the Birdland crowd, because right. they actually have a crowd. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's always a delight to play there. And um, But anyway, the point being that, I, you know, a, a few years ago when I decided that I wanted to set this uh, Jamie DeRoy and Friends cabaret initiative up with the Actors Fund, I thought, what better way to do it? I'll just turn all of my shows over to them mm -hmm. and um, then I don't have to feel guilty about asking somebody to perform right. for free because we're all doing it for free mm -hmm. I mean it, it actually cost me money out of my pocket because I always want them to get money right. um, and it, it's it's a nice way to bring attention to the actors fund and you know I came out of cabaret and I saw how many people in cabaret do not have health insurance. So if you don't have health insurance and you're in the business, you can go to the Actors Fund and they will help you get covered or send you to the Al Hirschfeld Free Clinic. Um, I mean, Barry Cohn gives free flu shots to everybody. There's a there's a day, I think, that they set it up at the Actors Fund where you can go in. Um, Barry goes around to all the shows and gives shots. Um, I was, he was once at an opening night at primary stages, and I said, oh, I got to call you to get my shot. And he said, well, I have one with me. We can do it here. <laughs> and I looked at him like, here, we're at a party. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, this better be in my arm. <laughs> Thank goodness it was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but see, for me, that is, that is one of the reasons why, like, to even mention the Actors Fund and to talk about some of the, the things that they do do for people, it is amazing because, you know, I am someone who, as I said before, it's like the Al Hirschfeld Clinic I've just become very familiar with. I just got my um, registration stuff for insurance for this month because this is the red, well, this November, whatever part of November was the thing to start registering. Um, I'm a little nervous now because of the way that these wonderful people in Congress are behaving, but um, I, I, am, I am a true recipient of that. And so I feel like there is no other option. I love how you said that you ask people to do this and knowing that they're not getting paid for it, but it's sort of like the services that they are helping people get. It's If they only knew the help that they're giving people by just coming and singing a song or like for Judy Gold to come and, you know, share a couple of minutes for you to sing sometimes when you get the urge to do it. It's, it is 
amazing to think of the just the help that that does for people so i thank you tremendously for being someone that's spearheading something that adds to what makes the actors fund so great well you know i i was very involved with mac for many many years and you know first as just a member and then as vice president and then as president and it broke my heart every time we would try to get health insurance for the group and even if i was able to get somebody to say we will do this a lot of the people either couldn't afford it or in their mind it wasn't a priority and so now i re you know i realize well it's it's harder to set that up Mm -hmm. um and it's easier to go and deal with the actors fund which is a huge organization and you know they they have everything going i mean listen there's so many levels of the actors fund mm-hmm. the phyllis newman health uh, women's health initiative the the isle hirschfeld free health clinic um the the home in englewood which is absolutely magnificent mm-hmm. and um you know and i've toured that and now they've remodeled that i i, I mean it's a very impressive organization and joe benincasa is is he amazes me he never stops working he has contacts that you wouldn't believe and he he just makes things happen like you he's, he's like a magician you know <laughs> for the actors fun but uh anyway so it it, it just it it it, made, it gave me a purpose really um so that it's because i didn't ever want this to be self-serving it sort of started off as you know i used to do up until 1990 i was always performing me just Jamie DeRoy I started as a singer opening for comics and I morphed into doing funny material funny songs never a stand-up comic Mm -hmm. but it got harder and harder and harder to keep up with new funny songs new funny material um and (laughs) getting harder and harder to remember it all um (laughs) But I also, you know, I started doing these annual 30th birthday parties at 31, and I'm way past that now. I don't do them annually anymore. Uh, I think at 50, I stopped with the annuals. But um, I, I always had performers come and do a number or two as, as part of the party. That's what gave me the idea to do this variety show. And the other thing that gave me the idea is that I they found a thyroid lump, which I had to follow for many years, and I was scared to have surgery because they tell you you can lose your voice. And and so I followed it many, many years until I had to have it out. And, you know, and it was kind of like, well, what could I do if I did lose my voice to keep my, you know, my, 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 hand, my feet, uh, you know, mm-hmm. or my hands in, however you want to put it. In, in, and, uh, and I thought, well, you know, I have so many talented friends. And some of those people need to, their audiences need to grow. And I mean, right. some of them are stars. They don't need me. Right. But some of them, you know, when I, I started uh, Caroline Ray, uh, when she was, you know, a real young comic, she told me once that I gave her more stage time than a lot of the clubs did. And I was a good luck charm for her, too, because a lot of times I would book her on a show and then she'd get a job. And I always understand if somebody has to cancel for that, mm-hmm. you know, that reason. But it it does, it, it's like being a mother. I'm not, I've never had children of my own. And so when I see anybody that's been in a, a one of my variety shows or in a, in a Broadway or off-Broadway show that I had anything to do with, you, you, there's a pride that goes around 
uh, the fact that their career is really taking off. I love that. That's the best. I, it's, I, I, it makes me feel so good. And, and I, you know, listen, success for all of my friends is success for everybody. It's just like a, a, an off-Broadway or a Broadway show. The more shows that make it and are successful, mm-hmm. the, easy my, the easier my job becomes later on for raising money. Right. Um, because as a producer, that's really more my job. I'm not, I wish I could say I was in the creative end of producing, mm-hmm. but you know, that's really handled by people way more savvy than me that have been doing it longer. Um, but I, I, am happy to help that these people get work and they are employed and, and nothing is sadder than when a show has to close. Um, it, you know, a lot of shows, you know, they're going to close because it's a limited run that that's not as sad as something that has to close early. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I have, I have loved the theater since I'm quite young and uh, to be in it and to be as involved as I am, it, it's just a, a total joy for me. Every day of my life is, 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 is a gift and it's a happy day because there's, there's, you know, somebody goes, how can you go out every night? I stayed home last night. I want to report that. <laughs> but then again, I did watch a movie on Netflix, so it wasn't totally. <laughs> but, um, but I... I love what I do, and yeah. and I, and I love seeing things, like when I went to see, which I told you yeah. about, um, Harry Clark. Mm-hmm. When I went to see Harry Clark, it was before the reviews. I did not know what I was seeing. It was Billy Crudup in a one-person show, and when I went, I wasn't even I wasn't even aware it was in a one-person <laughs> show until I got there. I was I fell so in love with it. So it, it just has been announced that it's been extended. extended yeah. So I am thrilled. I mean, I I wouldn't put it out of the question that that will get picked up and moved mm-hmm. to you know to some other venue somehow somewhere it's so good and billy crudup is so good and i i love to see things happen like that with like bright colors and, and bold patterns right. um michael yuri emailed me and said i'm directing this new show i'd love you to go see it so i went to see it i invited some friends everyone got as excited as i did and one of them was ricky kane larimer who really was the first person to step up and say okay i'm gonna give you money and you know and and i you know followed suit with bringing other people on and helping but uh you know if she hadn't been there in the it, the first person to write the check, mm-hmm. I don't think it could have happened wow. or it would have happened so fast. And I think that Drew Drogi is amazing and I think Michael Yuri is amazing. a genius. Yeah. And and his torch song is, is wonderful. And, he's, yeah. you know, when that closes, he's going to go do Hamlet in, at the in Kennedy DC, Center. Yeah. I mean, the guy never stops. He's, he's great. That's, you know... It's fun, though, because for you, as you were saying, sitting as as a producer watching these things grow and, and bloom and, and become it, it's it's great because you're 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 like that nexus for that kind of stuff. Is that really like when you said that you're not on the creative end of producing that this you're on this side of the producing table? Is that what that means that you're yeah, you're like the, I mean, the crossroads for everyone? I will call. A producer I know that's really the working that the, the lead producers mm-hmm. and say I just saw this play like sex with strangers when I yeah. went to see uh, Bill, uh, Billy Magnuson do sex with strangers 
I was blown away by it. And, you know, it, it didn't get moved to Broadway, but, you know, it's had it's had a great life. But I did make a call and say, please get down to see Billy in this. It's, it's so good. Um, wow. I, I mean, I can't make things happen, but I can... I can I can at least get somebody to maybe go take a look at something, and and if you don't look, it isn't going to happen anyway. So <laughs> exactly that you know again that is really a fabulous that's a fabulous um, superpower I guess to have. It's it's kind of like a superpower well, because I don't know if that, I wouldn't I mean I, I I don't I thank you you're giving me way more credit than I deserve. <laughs> Um, but, you know, so many times I'm called to say, you know, we're doing such and such a project. Mm-hmm. Like I went out to um, uh, Berkeley to see Ain't Too Proud, which is the musical about the Temptations. Temptations. That's Dominique Moriso's piece that she's writing. She, was she the writer on it or something like that? I think, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and but, it, you know, it's, it's all the Temptations music. There's mm-hmm. a few Supreme songs. Mm-hmm. It's a great story. You know, it's like a lot of people from Jersey Boys, the the the, the creative uh, team of Jersey Boys and Spring Awakening, mm-hmm. Tom Hulse and, and uh, Ira Pittleman, yeah. um, as the producers. So you know, I I don't have anything to do with that in the sense of I just went to see it and I liked it. You know, and and I have there's an excitement after mm-hmm. I've seen something mm-hmm. that I like, just like Becoming Nancy or mm-hmm. or or Pretty Woman um, that's coming up. Um, I never, except for the original production of Angels in America, I did not get to London to see this production, but I am I am involved in that. I mean, sometimes I get on board of things blindly, um, and sometimes I've, you know, had the privilege of seeing them. I prefer to see it, um, especially when I'm asking other people to, to write a check. Um, because it, it can't always be my entire check. I I'm, I always participate, but I I don't have. I need to win the lottery to uh, to in, to, really to do that. as much as I would really like to. Mm. And somehow every time I play, I don't even get the extra number. I don't. <laughs> and if I win anything, it's one number, which gets you another ticket for the next show. That for the next lottery, that's it. <laughs> they keep you like hooked into the process. It is hooked, yeah. But but I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I said to, you know, the, the kids that work for me, I said, you know, we're much better off. Let's just pool our money and me, and every once in a while we'll buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. We'll have a better better luck of doing it as a little team than we do as each of us individually. But mm-hmm. even then we haven't won. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's a great philosophy to have just overall in general, Miss Jamie DeRoy. So again... You know, you can get any opportunity, like I said, you get to come to New York at any time of the year. But the holiday time is always very special just because it's a full on experience. And that's really great when there are events that you can come to that are different than just, you know, trying to get in to see Hamilton and trying to get in to do all this other stuff. So you got to come to Birdland December 11th for Jamie DeRoy and Friends. This is the season. And it's at seven o'clock and it's directed by my longtime uh, director, Barry Kleinbord, who yeah. Yes. just a genius he's written some new parodies and our musical director is he is fantastic ron abel he works with lucy arnez and with michelle mm-hmm. lee and 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 valerie pettiford and all of these he's coming out for, he just comes in from la just 
no, for he you. No, he now lives here. Oh, he so does. he like now has to travel to LA to, to be with them. People. But no, he lives here. And Tom Hubbard, who we work with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, but it's, it's just, it's a joyous, you know, fun, fun night where you get to experience you know, a bunch of people that you may or may not have seen. Uh, we might have a surprise guest. I don't want to, you know, blow that. But we might have somebody that's going to stop in and do a little something as a surprise. And, uh, you know, you can eat there. The food at Birdland is quite good. Um it's you a full you experience. yeah you get there at six o'clock order some food and drinks it's a very low minimum I mean it's the lowest minimum in town it's only ten dollars at Birdland which is crazy yeah. um, and uh, you know you're you you'll be out of there at eight thirty you could go see another show. <laughs> Remember, it's a Monday night. That's right. Well, there's lots of other stuff that's going on. So, again, 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 Jamie DeRoy and Friends, Tis the Season at Birdland, Monday, December 11th at 7 p.m. So, go to jamiederoy.com to find out more information about uh, the show, about how you can get tickets. And remember, you're going to be seeing folks like Stephen Carlisle, who you've met on the podcast already. And I'm going to get Judy Gold on here one day. We had like one moment when she was at 54 Below doing something, and we got to chit chat then but it's the last time i've ever been with her with the microphone so i have to get her back again she's also done two one person off-broadway shows that are just brilliant um my life as a sitcom was the second one Mm -hmm. the first one was 25 25 questions for a jewish mother Mm -hmm. she is so she's so smart and so funny so witty and her delivery is just among the best and also you know Frances Raffel if you want to see her entire show it's Saturday December 9th next Saturday two days before mine and uh, Melissa Manchester does not get to New York too often um, although she did do Birdland recently mm-hmm. and it's just a joy to have her come back and do a couple of numbers and uh, and it's, a gr- it's great for me because she stays with me and we get to hang out and oh. I, I, I love it. And Sally Ann Triplett, who was so great in The Last Ship, Sting's The Last Ship, and I'm such a fan of Sting. And and Sophia Ann Caruso, who's not the youngest person I've ever had on. She just turned 16, but she is young. <laughs> and uh, she has got an amazing career in front of her. I went up this summer to Vassar to see her in The Secret Life of Bees, which is written by Duncan Sheik. Yes. And um, when Duncan was at the Carlisle, I took Sophia with me to the opening because I thought... You know, what better person to see Duncan Sheik than somebody that starred in his show recently? So it's it's going to be a little homecoming. It's it's really going to be fun. I hope we'll see you there. Absolutely, absolutely. So again, there you go, Jamie DeRoy and friends. Just the season over at Birdland, December 11th, and we'll be back. look for Keep Cross the Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixer.